I want you to put it out. Put some respect on it. You did it. You earned this. Thank you very much, everybody. You gave us those retweets and reposts of the countdown leading to the drop of season three happening on Sunday, September 16th. And I, I got to be a man of my word. I got to give you a little bit of a, of a podcast extra here. So uh, a little caveat. Uh, when you do a podcast, it can sometimes be a gateway drug. It leads you down a dark pathway to other things. Specifically for me, uh, it led to stand-up. Uh, so I've been doing a couple of open mics here in L.A., uh, just testing some things out. It's it's sort of research for this other project that maybe we'll talk about someday. But uh, I've been enjoying it. In fact, I have always loved stand-up comedians. They were my first heroes before even playwriting, which I'm, I'm kind of, I guess if I'm known for something, it's mostly that. Uh, but I've avoided it for most of my life because I revere them so much, like George Carlin, uh, David Tell, uh, Pryor, of course, Rock, of course. Anyway, um, normally I don't, interpollinate like my my artistic work together but this week i was doing a mic and i found myself riffing on on politics and on uh the current state of the world and on bob woodward's fear for a little bit of time and then i ended up landing on a uh, a certain certain uh, uh nigerian buddy of mine and of yours uh so i thought i would share that with you guys so this is me from this past week forgive the audio quality i recorded it on my cell phone and uh, that's just where it existed. So uh, here it is, me doing an open mic. Right now, give it up for Azel Williams. Yeah. Woo. Uh-huh. Sorry, I missed giggity. Bro, I had a drink in my hand. I was not going to put down the drink. That's how that goes. Because it's Wednesday, and it's only Wednesday. Thank you, everybody. Uh, happy September. Happy end of summer. I don't know about you guys, but I'm about ready to let go of this luscious summer bod. Um, I am trying. I am trying not to be a fat man because I was a fat boy. Specifically, I was a fat black boy in the 90s. Uh, That was the time when Eddie Murphy made a little film called The Nutty Professor. Uh, If you're unaware of it, I'll introduce you to my therapist. She hears about it on a weekly basis. I also wore glasses for a brief period of time, about two weeks, and my family asked when I stopped wearing them, uh, can you see um, through my eyes? No, not really well. Uh, what, what my life would look like if kids stopped going, Hercules, Hercules, that time I came to the classroom? Yeah, I saw that shit. Uh, 2020. Um, open minds are always so funny because like, people come with their friends, and uh, there was a whole bank of like white women here before, and I have to say, like, this is the weird thing about this time right now, is because you're like hyper, as a person of color, you're hypersensitive to everything white people do, because you never know when it's just going to pop off. We thought everything was fine. For eight years, we thought, like, oh, shit's cool, and then all of a sudden, things took a turn, and we didn't know when it happened. Uh, so you notice shit like that, but it was funny, because, like, they all left, like, right before the woman of color went up, and it was like, oh, shit. Did they just come to support their friend? Or did I just see the beginning of a plan meeting? I don't know. Um, I started reading Fear today. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into politics, I guess, but I started, I had to read this Bob Woodward book, uh, which tells me nothing we didn't know. The only thing that's new about it is, if you thought Donald Trump was dumb, throw all of your assumptions away. He's actually dumber than that. That's what I'm finding is the most amazing thing. Like, Donald Trump is the, uh, he's kind of like the human body of, of all of white privilege when people talk about, like, what we mean by that. Because, like, in any other society, 
he would have died. Like, he would have been killed by, like, the mayor or someone. Someone would have sacrificed him in, in, a, in, like, a, in like, a tribal society. Or, like, somebody would have, like, decided we can't let these genes just run freely and, like, killed him in, like, Brave New Worlds every way. Um, but no, so I saw them, I saw them sitting there and it reminded me of uh, a, a girlfriend I had uh, who was black when I was younger. She actually said that, she was, she's very revolutionary to this day. And she said that, like, oh, I would never date a black man who, uh, who dated white women. <laughs> Told me that directly in my face. And of course, she didn't realize that I had this voice. So apparently I have dated a lot of white women. Um, so, uh... Uh, it was just amazing to me because, like, I, I, the thing I thought about it was, like, you're going about this the entirely wrong way. Do you realize the horrible things you can do to a white man if you fuck his eye really well? Oh, God. Like, I, at those times, I was going to sleep very well because, like, every time I knew I plowed this, this blonde hair, blue eyed chick just, just right, I knew that somewhere, somewhere, there was an old man crying into a beer. Into, like, a shitty old style and somewhere and, like... St. Louis, or not St. Louis, probably about time St. Louis. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's like a weird time. Uh, actually, it's just, I, I, start, I went to a new mic this week, and I met Kalichi. Uh, first time I met Kalichi. So, Kalichi, yeah. can I ask you a personal question? Uh, where are, you, are you from? Are you Nigerian? You're born in Nigeria? Okay, so I'm going to give you white people a little secret about the, the, the black community. When I say black, I mean like skin tone. Not like uh, uh, what you horrible people did to us and robbed us of our culture, so now we just refer to ourselves as how we look, so thank you very much for that. Uh, so, it, it was in the black community, the Nigerians are like, here. They, they rag on African Americans all the time because like they fought and strived and fucking saw some shit. Go back and rewatch Hotel Rwanda and just imagine if like, all of the aliens from every Avengers movie were also fighting the black people in that. That's what Nigerians went through to get here. So like every Nigerian you meet in America is usually like a doctor, a physicist. Like they are going to solve the world's problems and they come here and they see all these African Americans complaining about these white people who do not treat them well. I fought the Biafran war. I saw my mother kill a goat and a lion in the same fight. And uh, I love the that my best friend is Nigerian and we do this podcast every week and like we always talk about politics. The reason I love I love having him there is because like I talk about it in an angry American way about like, how basically my life will be fine, and then he talks about it in like, well, when my mother came here and uh, you know had to sneak her way past you know rebels, uh, and I'm always like, everything I nothing I do will ever matter because I I still have my Americanness. Thank you very much. Yeah, give it up for Whoop, there it is. My little stand-up set from this week. Hey, guess what? Tomorrow, we'll be back with you full strength. The first episode of Season 3 of The Inner Cities. Azel Williams, Tochi, and Yabuchi coming at you. Glad to be back, folks. Thank you again. Tell your friends, spread the word.